Hey, everybody, it's all over in San Antonio, and the Kings win to keep their win streak going. They beat the Spurs 129 to 120. Uh, De'Aaron Fox was unbelievable. 43 points on only 24 shots. He was 14 of 24 from the field. He was 5 of 11 from downtown. He was 10 of 13 from the foul line. He had seven assists and only one turnover. I mean, the guy was amazing. Absolutely amazing, De'Aaron Fox, in this ballgame. And uh, the Kings get the uh, not an easy win. Not an easy win at all. 129 uh, to 120. So now it's on to the meat of the road trip. Dallas, two games with New Orleans, and then a game in Minnesota. So again, light the beam. Light the beam. The Kings win it 129 to 120. Ryan and Sacktown in just a minute as you are on the post game if you don't like that. Three, two, one, go. Sacramento missed you. Carter. Stolen by Williams. And look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That is a major league smush. And it's great to have Ryan in Sacktown. You know, Ryan, the more I watch the Kings play, uh, the more I realize that no disrespect to anyone else on the team, they're a two-man team. That's what they are. Yeah. They're De'Aaron Fax and DeMontis Sabonis. And let me further what I mean by that. They're the only two players on the roster where you know what you're going to get every single night. You don't know what you're going to get from Barnes. You don't know what you're going to get from Murray. You don't know what you're going to get from Herder. You don't know what you're going to get from your bench. But every night, Mike Brown knows that he's going to get a, a performance from Fox and an A performance from Sabonis, some better than others. And that's the only thing you know about the Kings. And those are the only two reasons why I think the Kings have a chance to be an upper echelon elite team in the NBA. No other reason. Those are the two guys. Well, those are two reasons that some teams wish that they had, right? But, um, you know, we're seeing Sabonis do it more and more down the stretch. And we're seeing Sabonis do it in crunch time now. And, you know, he played like he had no fouls when he had five yep. fouls down the stretch. But to counter your point really quick, those two guys had monster games, yet this game came down to five stops in a row by the Kings under six minutes left in the game, which won that game for them. Hey, Napoleon, let me ask you a question. You got the Kings going 82-0 and this year. This is not about us being fans. This is about us making our opinions and our predictions. And the reality is Ryan was spot on with his analysis. He said that the Kings have a tendency to play to the level of their opponents. The Kings barely beat a bad team tonight. So even though Ryan was wrong in his prediction, he was absolutely correct in everything else that he said. He was right. The Kings were down by 18 early. The Kings were down in the second half. Okay. They had to fight and claw to beat a bad team. 
So wake the hell up, Napoleon, because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Just because you're a fan doesn't mean you're going to pick the team to win every single guy game. You think that the Kings are going to win every game? Really? Stop it already. 129 to 120. Uh, I'll tell you, this was not an easy game. This was no. a game that the Kings had to play their starters. Look at this. De'Aaron Fox played 41 minutes. Why did Fox play 41 minutes? Because Mike Brown knew that in order to win this game, Fox was going to have to be on the floor pretty much the whole game. Yeah, he, he did. And I mean, those two players plus Malik Monk, uh, Sabonis, Fox and Monk, they produced more than pretty much anybody else for the Kings. You got hardly anything out of your three other starters comparatively. Um, but it, that's what you get with them. And you know what's going to happen. And guys, you know what, Grant? I do have to give Napoleon a little bit of le- or a little bit of leeway. Because I said, bring it at me. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I didn't say anything about the line. But they did not show up the way they should. Hey, you roll into Dallas like that, Grant, what's going to happen? You're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. I don't think you are yeah. wrong. I mean, you, you're scoring, you, you know, yeah, you picked the Spurs to win, but the reasons that you gave are spot on. Everything that you said happened. The Kings did not play an A game tonight. They got an A-plus game from two players. Everyone else, and I'll give Monk credit, but, you know, you never know what you're going to get from Monk on any given night. Nobody else did anything. Barnes was invisible. Murray was invisible. Herder was invisible. Uh, everyone was invisible except for three players in this game, Monk from the bench and Fox and Sabonis. And you were right. You play like this and uh, listen, if you play like this in your next four games, you're going to lose all four of them. Yeah, you will. It'll be a two and four road trip. Um, but I, I do want to counter that for a second because you were spot on as well, because you said it doesn't matter how they win, but if they pull a win out after that horrid first quarter, that still shows you something about this team. And it absolutely did grant. What it shows me is that the Kings have a superstar as their quarterback. They got Patrick Mahomes, okay, or a player of that caliber that runs their team. And the reason why I keep bringing this up is if he misses any games, okay, you're going to have really difficulties winning. And right. same thing with Sabonis. They carried the team tonight. They literally carried the team against a bad Spurs team. And make no mistake about it. Their Spurs are a bad team. They're not an okay team. They're a bad team. And the Kings needed everything in that fourth quarter to win. They outscored the Spurs 34 to 26. All right. And they win 129 to 120. So after three quarters, the Kings only led by one point. Yeah, and credit to them. They did come out and have a pretty good start to the third quarter, which they desperately needed. And if I was Mike Brown, I'm saying, guys, it's a new game. Forget about the first half. You got two quarters to play to win this thing. So, um, you know, a lot of good to look at with this win. And the bottom line is these are the wins this team has to have to take that next step to be an above 50-win team, to be a yep. one seed, a two seed. Like, And we need to see it consistently. So – or consistently. So credit to them for doing so tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, elsewhere in the NBA, New Orleans is 90 seconds away from beating Denver, and the Kings have to play New Orleans twice here uh, coming up in the next week. Keep that in mind. Denver, obviously not the same team without Jamal Murray. And it's too bad the Kings aren't playing Memphis right now all these games because they're now yeah. without Marcus Smart for three to five weeks on top of everything else. I don't see how they're going to win a game. But the Kings win it 129-120. Uh, to 120. And uh, Davion was on the bench, uh, but he's not part of the rotation right now. And that's fine. Um, That's the way it's going to go. 
You know, that's the way it's going to go. He's not part of the rotation right now. Uh, is Fox officially a superstar is the question. And I would say, you know what? I would say he is. I think he is, uh, Justin. I think it's a very good question. I think he has has elevated to that level. Now, I, if you don't say he's not a superstar, I'm like, okay, he's then between all-star and superstar status because I don't really know how you define superstar. Does superstar have to be able to take a team to it and win a championship like Giannis Adetokounmpo? Mm -hmm. Or what is the definition of a superstar? Definition of a superstar is to me, I can't define it with words. I can define it with my eyes. Okay. And when I watch Fox play, my eyes tell me he's a superstar. Yeah, I I'm with you. I mean, if you look at it this time last year, we were saying Sabonis is a lock for the all-star team. Fox should be an all-star. I think that is flipped now. Um, and if anything, we can agree on he's the MVP of this team. If you do not have Fox, we saw what the Kings do without him and how it affects yeah. everyone. Yeah, if Fox goes down, the Kings aren't going to win many games. That's just the way it is. And I think the Kings could withstand not having Sabonis a little bit more than not having Fox just because of the other players around him. But listen, if Keegan Murray and Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes play the way they did tonight, you are depending on Fox and Herter, or excuse me, Fox and Sabonis to play A-plus every night. And I don't know if you can win any of the remaining games on this road trip without the others that I just mentioned making their contributions. I, I don't see it. I don't think you win at Dallas with Herter, Murray, and Barnes with these type of numbers. I don't think you win at New Orleans if those three have these type of numbers. And I definitely don't think you win at Minnesota. So these guys, the supporting cast, they're going to have to play better against the upper echelon teams in the league. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the Kings. They can survive with two of the three playing okay. But you look at some of the stats outside of scoring for the three we're talking about, not a lot outside of that. I mean, they did rebound a little bit, a few assists, but – Nothing that blows you away that says, you know what, those minutes were meaningful. I can point to this play that turned the momentum for the Kings. And that has to change, Grant. There's not an elite team in this league that has three starters that are this wildly inconsistent. Now, it's very true. And they mentioned that several times uh, during the telecast tonight. You know, I think um, uh, Doris Burke pointed that out on more than one occasion. Uh, about that and about the inconsistency of Murray and Herter and, you know, and Doc Rivers then talked about his philosophy. When, you know, you have shooters, he says, just keep on shooting because I know eventually you're going to start making the shots. So we'll see. It's uh, the, all three of those players have been wildly inconsistent this season. Yeah, but plenty of season to turn it around. And I mean, the reality is, even though this is a hard road trip, this is still a cakewalk of a road trip this early in the season. The Kings are yet to play a back-to-back -back game this season. They roll into Dallas. Dallas is going to have a back-to-back, -back, and it's going to be a hard one, Milwaukee on the front end. So it's going to get tougher. But, you know, this team seems to rise to the level of their competition, and hopefully that continues. Yeah, you make a very good point. Uh, Dallas – New Orleans, and then, you know, you have both the games in New Orleans, so you only have to make one trip there, uh, and then Minnesota. So, you know, you you take each game. Here's what I do know. The Kings got to win, and when you look yes. at the standings tomorrow, that's really all that matters. They they won the game. They won a game that they should have won, and now they're 2-0 and on a six-game trip. There you have it.
right? And what do they say? Any win on the road is a good win, right? Any win on the road is a good win. Exactly right. And you look at a lot of the numbers in the uh, team statistics for the game. A lot of them are right on par with where they are at when the Kings win games. Assists are up there. Um, So they did well. They pulled it out when they needed to. That's great. All right. Again, the Kings uh, win it. You know, you talk about the uh, Mavericks and what they have, you know, coming up before Sacramento. And it's just part of the NBA schedule. And the Kings play Dallas. And then the very next night they're in New Orleans. So, you know, it all evens out, right? It's all part of the deal. And yes, the Mavericks have to play in Milwaukee. All right. And then they come home and play Sacramento on Sunday night. There you have it. That's the NBA. And then the Kings play Dallas, and the next night they're playing in New Orleans. But if you go to play Dallas, boy, I'll tell you, I love the fact that they're playing Dallas after they have to play in Milwaukee because, you know, the Mavs and the Bucks. that's a potential, again, a potential finals preview, and that should be a heck of a game. Yeah, it should be a heck of a game. Dallas playing great basketball right now, and it's working between Kyrie and and Luca Kyrie's getting a lot of assists. I mean, he's up to about eight on the season. And then Grant Williams, the acquisition in the offseason, he's kind of a glue that's helping hold that team together. All right. Again, Sacramento with uh, the big victory. And I say big because it's a road win and you take it 129 to 120. Hey, if you have any plumbing issues, need repairs, New Works Plumbing's got you covered. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you, and they are available 24-7. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com. That's New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. Sacramento, the victor in this game, 129-120. They had an unbelievable performance from De'Aaron Fox in this game. I mean, I don't know if you can play any better than Fox did. So, so good. Yeah, he, he just adjusts to what the defense does and what the defense gives him, and he's good in just about every style, hits big three-pointers when he needs to, gets guys involved when he needs to, knocks out the zone defense when he needs to. Special player, very yeah. special. All right, uh, good to have everyone. We've, I've seen Mexico, Serbia. I don't know if we have anyone in uh, Southeast Asia watching this stream. Uh, I haven't had a chance to see if Eduardo from Chile is there. Uh, but I love all of the chats. Uh, we can, I, they're coming so fast, I can't even get to them all, but we do appreciate it. So good to have everyone here on the stream. Uh, if you have not yet subscribed, please subscribe and give us a thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Also hit the like button. We would appreciate it. We got Italy represented. Yes, indeed. Hey. You're with us. Uh, great there and awesome. Would love to have some of that Italian food right now. Oh, that is yeah. for sure. Can't go wrong in Italy with the food. It's as good as anywhere in the world, you know? Pizza is uh, a little different, though. What's that? The pizza is a little different in Italy, though. Oh, I love it. It's so good. It's good. Oh, uh, Serbing can sal- salute you. Hi, Grant. Hey, Rana. We are in Bulgaria. Vizankov. That's right. Vizankov from Bulgaria. So, holy moly, Jimba Boli from Bulgaria. Well, we're happy to have you here. So good that you and... Uh, you're with us all the time, so we greatly yeah. appreciate that and hope things are going well in Bulgaria, 129 to 120, uh, the final. Best Italian food that I've ever had. Um, probably on the Amalfi Coast in Amalfi. It's probably the best lasagna and the best pizza that I've ever had in my life. So best Italian food, probably on the Amalfi Coast of Italy. Spectacular. Can't beat that. I can't beat it. I don't know about you, you know. I 
I'm just answering that question right there. Eduardo checking in from Chile. And we got Paulo saying that, uh, come here, Grant. I bring you in a perfect pizzeria. I, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm about ready to get on a plane right now and leave the show. Okay. So if I can get, <laughs> I can get a flight that's leaving here within two hours, uh, I might jump on that and end up in uh, Italy for sure. Yeah, that, that would be nice. That's a good way to wake up on it. It'd be Sunday morning there probably. Yeah. It's all good. I, I'll have the, if I get to Italy, I'll have the pizza at any time during the day. I'll have it for breakfast. I'll have it for lunch. I'll have it for dinner. I'll have it in the middle of the night. It doesn't matter. It's that freaking good. It's awesome. You know, there's probably a way to have that pizza from Italy sent to you. So you don't have don't to actually so. make the trip. I don't think no? so. I, I, I don't think it would be very good by the time it got to me, you know? So, you know, everyone. Yeah, it's all right. All right, 129 uh, <laughs> to 120. Uh, the Kings behind uh, an incredible performance by De'Aaron Fox. Dallas next. Again, you're catching them on the back end of a, a, a back-to-back after they play Milwaukee. So that's a big-time advantage. And then you have two games in New Orleans, and the Pelicans have won against Denver tonight. So New Orleans, with another impressive win, they win at home 115-110. to 110. Denver hurting without Jamal Murray. Uh, you see the difference yep. he makes on that team. But yep. uh, New Orleans, that's going to boost your confidence, especially when uh, you had a little bit of a rough stretch. So Kings will see them uh, riding high. You're asking uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, Roll Tide. Uh, we had another one asking me about the uh, best place to eat in New Orleans. Uh, that's from Johnny. You know, Johnny, I'm a I'm a very weird dude, okay, uh, <laughs> when it comes to food. You're asking the wrong guy. I, I do not like the food in New Orleans. I do not like the Cajun food. I'm not into that. So you're asking the wrong guy, all right? I, I've never enjoyed really uh, going out to eat in New Orleans, never. I, I know I'm a very, very much in the minority there, but I am not into New Orleans food at all because I, I don't like Cajun food and – 99% of the food there, you know, is Cajun food. So I'm not, I'm a very basic eater. And when I go to New Orleans, I find basic places to eat, which is not easy. Cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, I, get I eat at the, New Orleans. the hotel. They had a good uh, Caesar salad with grilled shrimp that I would eat. Um, and, but I did not eat. I did not go out to eat with everyone in New Orleans because I didn't like the restaurants. Yeah, yeah, I'm not with you there, partner, but I get it. I get it. You know what surprises me? The Redfish at Bennett's, hint, hint, transition. Um, the Redfish at Bennett's has a little Cajun flavor to it. It's got that a little char. Bit. Yeah. Blackened, blackened uh -huh. redfish. Blackened. Yeah. You know, and it's great. And I'll tell you, if you are looking for uh, a place to eat this weekend, they have fabulous brunch. All right. So uh, tomorrow and Sunday, check out the brunch at Bennett's, whether it's the West Side Grill in Rockland at the Blue Oaks Town Center or at their other locations. Don't forget, they also have the prime rib on the weekends. The prime rib is outstanding and they have 60 different types of wines available by the glass. Just go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. That's Bennett's restaurants.com make a reservation check out the menu and more that's bennett's west side grill their newest location at the blue oaks town center in rockland kings win it by nine 129 to 120 and now it is on the dallas i think that that you have a very good uh yes connor they have uh 60 you want to make sure i said that right they do have 60 different types of wine available by the glass from your basic wine to your very high-end wine. I've got a good buddy that loves Camus, loves Camus. 
And he was able to go in there and get a glass of Camus. And I was like, wow, okay, yeah, 60, 6-0. That's correct. But back to uh, Dallas. I think that now is a very good chance to go to 3-0 and on this road trip with them playing Milwaukee tomorrow night. Yeah, it's set right for the Kings. And, I mean, going by the way the Kings are, they will show up for that game. And it's going to come down to perimeter defense and isolation there. They're going to have to figure out how they're going to handle Luka and get their rotations right defensively, much like they did late in the fourth quarter tonight. All right. Again, uh, Sacramento 2-0 on the road trip to keep the win streak alive. And now a team that was starting off, what, 2-4, and four, yeah. uh, they, are, they are now 7-4. and four. So five wins in a row. Yep, they are rolling. I wonder if Monty made another bet with uh, Malik Monk about the uh, red shoes. Remember that last season? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know they're they're getting up to that number. So yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, again, uh, Phoenix is playing Utah. You got to figure they're going to win that game. And with the win uh, against Sacramento, uh, just keeps rolling along at seven wins and four losses. And they are playing very well. But, and again, I keep on saying, but, I mean, it, you know, they are part of the team. So, but boy, this team is so dependent on just two players. And you just have to hope that they can stay healthy uh, for the bulk of the season. Again, New Orleans, you know, they are now playing much better. They mm-hmm. went, they started off well, they got in a little rut. Now they've won a couple in a row. And then you have Dallas, uh, nine and three, taking on a Milwaukee team. That is eight and four. That should be a very fun game to watch uh, tomorrow. But, and speaking of Milwaukee, like, you know, right. So they played tonight, right? So you get Dallas, it all, it all evens out out at the end. Sometimes you're on the second end of a back-to-back. Sometimes, you know, it all evens out, you know? Yes, it does. That's, that's why they play them the way that they play them. And they've done it for so long. Um, Grant, have you had a chance to look at uh, Dallas's schedule so far? I think it's a little bit weak. It has been weak. Yeah, I'm not sure that the competition's yeah. been there yet. Yeah, uh, it has been weak. So let's see. Uh, and here's the other aspect about back-to-backs. Good teams don't care about back-to-backs. You never hear good teams talk about, gee, we got to play two nights in a row. Okay, when the Kings were really good, when they were winning their 60 games, we never went into a city going, oh, gee, it's the back-to-back. I mean, they, they never talked about it. It never entered their mind. It was, it was a non-issue. They knew they were going to win the game because they were a better team. So, you know, I think – Teams that aren't very good use back-to-backs as an excuse. I think some players seem to get it in their head. Good teams don't pay attention to that stuff, all right? They don't. Uh, They don't talk about playing three games in four nights. It used to be where you played four games in five nights all the time. That good Kings team, they never really cared about playing four games in five nights because they thought they were going to win them all. Again, it's a mentality. Yeah, it is a mentality. But the one thing that I would say, because the NBA has changed so much with load management, it, back-to-backs really should give the Kings an advantage because they don't load manage, uh, they, or they haven't really up until this point. So a back-to-back these days is different for guys. I mean, I know Adam Silver's trying to curb that problem this year, but older guys are used to getting a night off if it's a back-to-back, or if it's three and four, getting one of those three out. Always nice when I can uh, uh, just take people and get them off the chat. Connor says, ban Napoleon. I just did. You won't see any more messages from that moron. He's oh, no Napoleon. He, no, he's gone. You know, he's gone. Uh, who's not gone are the Kings. They're 7-4. and four. They win 129-120. to 120. Dallas coming up with two games in New Orleans uh, and then Minnesota. All right? So 
So far, so good. And again, seven and four as uh, the Kings keep on moving up the standings uh, in the West. See, I think right now what you're seeing is the Warriors are going to slide. Okay, they're going to slide. Yeah. Denver's going to slide. Too bad you're not playing Denver right now. This is yeah. when you really want to be playing Denver. You want to be playing Memphis. You know what? Part of the schedule is luck. Playing teams when they're without key guys, just like the Houston Rockets. They got lucky when they played Sacramento without the Aaron Fox. Now, I'm not saying they wouldn't have won a game, but they wouldn't have won both games. I'm very confident in saying that. You know, part of the schedule is luck. You know, do you play a team when they're healthy? Do you play a team when they're without their key guys? And so it, it tends to all even out at the end. Yeah, it does. I mean, the Kings were beneficiaries of that last year, right after the All-Star break. They had a stretch of three or four. Remember, Portland comes in and they don't play anybody, including Dame, and it starts from there. And other guys weren't playing. But the Kings are set up pretty well right now to have a look at that uh, Vegas tournament for the in-season cup. All right. Again, uh, Sacramento with the victory, and uh, they definitely get De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis in a big-time performance on national television. Big-time performance. I mean, that's all you can say about Fox. Fox was spectacular tonight. Spectacular. He absolutely was. And uh, it, he just keeps getting better. He he scores more, and it's more efficient, it seems like, every single time. Now, Sabonis, I got to ask you. There was a few times I thought he was going to get flagged for a sixth foul on offensive fouls. Uh, I thought the one that they challenged where he put the elbow in the Collins was an incorrect call. I think that's an offensive foul. Because of the elbow, it has yes. no bearing on where you are in the charge circle. It's that's correct. The elbow. Okay. Not the charge circle did not come into play there. Um, I believe that the, all the contact was initiated by Sabonis on that play. And I think that should have been an offensive foul. And the announcers thought so too. Doc Rivers thought so. Yeah. And that, that last play where Collins got his fifth foul, where Sabonis banged him twice really hard, which got him back. And then yep. Collins came into him a little bit. I, I thought that if they would have challenged that, that may have possibly been overturned. Uh, agreed. Good. Uh, Good win because it's a road win. And, you know, you were down 18 before you even knew the game had begun. And then the Kings were up by, what, 16. And then the Spurs came back from that and took the lead. It was a really weird game, Ryan. A very weird game tonight. It was, Jerry was right. He said, whoever can play defense for six minutes will win this game. And nobody had that stretch until that end or, you know, mid-fourth quarter. The Kings go on that five-stop run. That really changed things. So, good. Well, start. the 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 Kings are a team that when you're down by big numbers, you don't really panic. Um, now, you made a good point. If you're down 18 early to the Nuggets, and there, that's one thing. But when you're down 18 or 20 to the majority of the teams in the league, the Kings' offense is so explosive and can be so good that you don't really panic. I mean, it's just like, oh, okay, all right. And then look what happened. They were only with they were only down by two at the end of the first quarter, Ryan, after being down by 18. Yeah, and it's those units though, they have to the first unit and the second unit need to kind of thrive off of each other, right? The first unit tonight starts out slow, second unit picks them up, brings them back early in the second quarter, but then at the end of the second quarter, you end with a tied game. 
going into mm-hmm. the half because the starters still aren't playing great outside of Fox and Sabonis. All right. Uh, again, the Kings get the win, Fox and Sabonis. Do you think Fox can play any better than he played tonight? I mean, we asked the question, could he play any better than he did in the Warriors series before he broke his finger? And I said no. But he just looks to me that, he, you know what, Ryan? He makes the game look so darn easy and effortless. That's what I love about him. Yeah, it's a great point, Grant. You're absolutely right. And I think he has another level. I, I, I don't think he personally has a ceiling because of his speed and the way that he changes pace so much that if he can consistently knock down that three ball, Grant, I mean, you put him at the top of the league or near the top of the league with the other point guards. It, it's hard to imagine that he won't work that into his game a little more. All right. Again, uh, Sea Dog says Fox is due for a 50 game explosion yeah. soon. I would agree with you there. And I think that he can do that without a doubt. I, I really believe that, that you're going to see a game where Fox does score 50. I believe that. I think you're right on, Sea Dog. Yep. I, I agree with Connor. And the other thing about Fox is it's never, you know, sometimes when guys are having 40 point games, 50 point games, like it's one versus four, right? And you know where the ball's going. Everything Fox is doing is like within the offense. It, it doesn't stand out like he's trying too hard to get his shot. Yeah, good points right there. Uh, again, Milwaukee wins against Charlotte. Uh, the Lakers are playing the Blazers. They're up 28-23 right now in the first. The Knicks win at Washington. Philly wins at Atlanta, 126-116. to Boy, Philly really misses James Harden, huh? Uh, yeah. Cleveland, 108. Detroit, 100. Boston gets the win against Toronto, 108-105. to uh, Orlando, they're playing well. They beat Chicago in the Windy City, 103 to 97. New Orleans, five better than Denver, 115 to uh, 110. Houston and the Clippers in just a little bit. So there you have it on the a very busy NBA. And then Dallas, Milwaukee coming up for you tomorrow. Kings, Dallas, Sunday. Kings, New Orleans, Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah. So. Back-to-back for the first time this season, uh, starting with Dallas. Should be a really fun game. Sea dog I told you this in the summer when they made the move. Sea dog I told you that yeah, this yeah. made zero sense for me. I don't know why anybody would want Bradley Beal. I, I said that before, before he even stepped onto the court. It's stupid. You know, general managers, I, I don't get them. I just – I don't understand what they're thinking. Like in L.A., like they actually said, we want James Harden. Why? Why? Like it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Phoenix said, we want Bradley Beal. Why? Why do you want Bradley Beal for? I mean, he can't play. I mean, he he's hurt all the time. Why, why do you want that? Makes because, zero sense to me. Because you, in Phoenix's case, you have a new owner who immediately acquired Kevin Durant and tried to put that team over the edge overnight. And it doesn't usually happen that way. Look at Denver and how they've built it, right? Now you start yep. reaching. You're trying to get Bradley Beal. What's the next piece going to be at the trade deadline? You know, yeah. it's a classic formula. Clipper, it's the Clippers formula. There you go. <laughs> it's it what is it the Clippers is. formula. Hey, I want to tell you about uh, Sunrise Landing. If you go to uh, calusasunrise.com, a project by Blazona Development. Again, it's Sunrise Landing in Calusa with six models to choose from. Phase one is already sold out. They are moving on to phases two and three. Again, six models to choose from at Sunrise Landing. And if you go to calusasunrise.com, you can check it out for yourself. No homeowners, no Melaroos for you 
at Sunrise Landing in Calusa. Just go to calusasunrise.com and check out Sunrise Landing. Good to have you here on the post game. Grant and Rhino with the Kings coming back from 18 down. They had to actually come back again uh, in the second half when the Spurs took the lead. But now it is on to Dallas and the Dallas Mavericks. That's coming up next. Yep. Find a way to get uh, your starting uh, front court minus Sabonis and Kevin Herter going for uh, Sunday. That is going to be absolutely key. Yeah, and again, the inconsistency of Keegan Murray is driving me crazy right now. I don't, I don't get it. It looked like he was coming out of it a little bit, you know, with I think what two good games back to back. He's right back to where he was, and I just wonder what is going on with his game. I would be interested to see if you would be seeing the same struggles had De'Aaron Fox not gotten injured. If we would see the same inconsistency, because I think that threw a little wrench in there with what they were asking of Keegan. Might might be. Um, it, it might be. What I do know is they need him to get going on the remainder of this road trip because he's supposed to be that third guy, right? We, we know yeah. about Fox. We know about Sabonis. We thought Murray would be that third guy. He hasn't been. You know, it's really been Monk has been the third guy, and he's a bench player. Yeah, a huge dunk, by the way, speaking of Monk tonight. That yeah, would have brought you out dunk. of your seat, but. Yeah. It was. Um, but yeah, it's going to come in time. If you're Mike Brown, you got to get Keegan back into the spots where he had success last year. And that's the spot up three. Let him build from there and get his confidence back up. And here's another aspect about this next game coming up. If, and again, if Dallas loses tomorrow, okay. And the Kings are able to beat them. The Kings will move ahead of them in the standings. That would give Dallas five losses and Sacramento four. All right. So just again, little things. I know it's November, but these games all count as one of 82. All right. So this next 48 hours might see a big change because right now Dallas sits number two in the West. Okay. And if Dallas loses these next two games, Milwaukee and Sacramento, that all of a sudden changes. So keep that in mind. Oklahoma City, they lost to Sacramento, but guess what? Since they played Sacramento Rhino, they've won three in a row. And they are eight and four. Minnesota is eight and three. The Kings will see them at the end of this road trip. So there's a lot of interesting things that are going on in this road trip that could really change things in the standings. Yeah. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. 
I think it's going to, a lot of the teams you mentioned there, I think it's going to be, you know, musical chairs for the most part, at least through the all-star break, because the West to me is playing much better basketball than the East. And it's a competitive, it's a competitive Pacific division that the Kings are going to have to take control of. All right. I always like to give people a warning. Norm, you're on the warning list right now. All right, Norm, be careful with what you put on the stream because I will block you. And you won't be part of the stream anymore. So, you know, I'm I'm going through all these messages as, as, when I can. And when I see people that are out of line like you are, then you get blocked. So that's that's your warning. OK, that is your warning. People say we need a moderator. Listen, I'm a one man band. All right. Ryan and I do all of this. I don't have money to pay a moderator. I'm not going to sit there and babysit. All right. I'm not into babysitting. I've been to doing a show and we appreciate the hell out of everyone that joins yep. us here on this show. Ninety nine percent of the people that join us are tremendous with great input. And you get these morons every now and then. And then I have to block them. All right. So there you have it. All right. So Norm, you're you're on you're on the clock, Norm. It's up to you. All right. You're up and to I you. would and I would say the ninety-nine percent that is very loyal and always, you know, playing by the rules, they police the group as well. And we thank you yes. for that. You know what? Well said. You know what? You're one hundred percent correct. I owe it to so many of the people that do police uh the stream. All right. Eduardo. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. I don't need to pay the mods. Well, you know what? I got to do something for them if people are going to donate their time. But uh, I do appreciate that. I, I think that we can handle it. You know, thank you very much. Good stuff right there and everything else. All right. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, heck of a win. Uh, so happy they won. Uh, they're set up to go four and two. Uh, this is the game you said they had to have. So, uh, look at the positives here and emphasize those and improve on the negatives coming into Dallas. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like, I really do like the fact that the Kings are taking on a Dallas team that has a huge game tomorrow in Milwaukee. All right. Mm -hmm. So you're getting them on a back to back and then you play New Orleans on a back to back. So what did we say? Anything above a anything three and three or more would be a really good road trip. I can't imagine the Kings not going at least three and three. All right. They've already got two out of the way. So now you got to get greedy. Can you go five and one on this road trip? Can you go six and oh? Well, you, you still have that opportunity. And the next one's a big one against two stars in Luca and Kyrie. Yes, indeed. Well said, Grant. And I think they do get greedy again. That is part of the formula of taking that next step to being a great team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Ryan, thanks, buddy. Good job today. And uh, look forward to seeing you for the Mavs game as well right here on our YouTube channel. Can't wait. Thanks, Napes. All right. Good stuff right there. Uh, the Kings get the victory. Hope everybody out there has a fabulous weekend. Like the beam and get ready for the Dallas Mavericks. And thank you so much for joining us right here on If You Don't Like That. Bye-bye.